Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Dave Clawson of Wake Forest live in about 30 minutes. We're also going to give away our 2019 Grand Prize Continental Tire Toss winner. We will call you live on the air and grant you four free Continental Tires. Our next guest is the brand new head coach of the proud Appalachian State football program. He wore those colors as a player with distinction, a two-time All-American offensive lineman under the legendary coach Jerry Moore. He has been on Scott Satterfield's staff, but also Eli Drinkwitz's staff. He got the promotion to interim head coach. Now he's leading the Mountaineers as their full-time head coach to the New Orleans Bowl against UAB this Saturday in New Orleans, of course. And ongoing after that, congratulations, Coach Sean Clark. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Great, great. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's, uh, it's a great, uh, great time to be a Mountaineer right now. There is only one reason, Coach, since we don't know each other yet, that I would ever start a question with these words. So you were laying in bed with your wife back in 2004. <laughs> I, I would only use those words if you were not only dreaming of someday being the App State head coach, but you were talking about it 15 years ago. What can you share about that? Because this is one of those great dream come true kind of things. Uh, it definitely is. And, and that's a true, a true story. And early in my coaching career, uh, as a young coach, you work a lot of hours. And my wife, Janelle, was asking, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you working from 7 in the morning to midnight uh, and barely getting paid anything? And we sat and talked about it. And I said, well, my dream job is to go back to Appalachian State and be the head coach. And she just kind of chuckled about it. And we talked, we would talk about it year in and year, year, and year out. And you fast forward to 2019, I'm the head coach of Alma Mater. And we're just so happy to be in Boone and, and the place we love dearly. Sean Clark is joining us. You can follow Coach on Twitter at Coach underscore S. Clark. It is App State against UAB on ESPN, the national TV spotlight this Saturday night uh, at 9 o'clock. It is a jolt for any athlete, as you can appreciate as a former athlete, whenever a head coach leaves, but especially after only one season as Coach Drinkwitz moved on to Missouri. What did you see from your guys, your players, when that news broke? And then what did it mean to you when you started seeing or hearing that they were going to administrators saying, hey, uh, Sean Clark is our guy. Why don't you, why don't you uh, hire him? Well, uh, first of all, I want to make sure that everyone understands that Eli Drinkwitz did a great job here, and he had to do what was best for his family. And we wish him all the best at Missouri. Um, he really did a great job on our program, uh, getting us a, a great season this year. But as far as the players go, it, it hit quickly. Um, I talked to Doug Gillen on Monday morning, and he wanted us to get back to Boone as fast as we could. It was right in the middle of recruiting. So I was taking a three-hour drive from Columbia back to Boone at a high rate of speed, my, my my front tire blew out when I was 77. So after we got that thing changed, I headed back to the mountain, got named the interim head coach. And that was really the first time I had looked at anything on social media. And when I saw that, it just, it, it gives you validation of why you do this. Yeah. And it's for the players. It's for our, our program. And, um, and again, those guys know I, I believe black and gold and, and they believed in me as a coach. And that, that just made the transition very smooth. And, they go through it two years in a row now. They, they kind of know what to expect, and I just got to be there to lead them to the, to the water. We're going to get back to your great story in a minute, but I'm curious. Now, I'm too old for most of these shenanigans, but if I were your player and we were headed to the New Orleans Bowl and I were just a bit of a troublemaker, 
I'd need a good curfew. So tell us how it works, you know, with Bourbon Street and other temptations nearby, and yet you're on a business trip trying to beat UAB and, and improve on this amazing 12-1 season. How does it work in Party Town, USA, when, when you're trying to win a football game? <laughs> well, again, we want our players to have a world-class experience here in this great city, and, and they have done that. But that was probably my, my first uh, real talk to our players that, yeah, there is a curfew and there are rules in, there's rules in place and uh, don't be late for curfew because if you're late for curfew, we're going to be on a Greyhound bus back to North Carolina and you're paying for it. So, so far, so good. No one's been late. No issues. It's been, it's been a great week. We can sit back and enjoy it and get ready for this game on Saturday. You just got a big bump in pay, of course, as the head coach of the Mountaineers. Some of these guys got Christmas presents that I know enough college athletes, Coach, to know that not everybody is from families where you are guaranteed really cool presents under the tree. I, I forget exactly the dollar amount that NCAA rules now allow as you guys head to bowl games. But do you, have you seen the swag that these players get? Because I know it's you know $500 plus worth of material. Well, they're definitely swagged out, as you call it. But, um, again, we can give them bowl gifts and, and actually give them per diem also down here. Cool. So we can feed them and give them per diem. And it's just uh, it's really neat to watch these kids walk around New Orleans and their Appalachian gear and, and interacting with the, with the people of New Orleans. Just to really speak volumes for our university and, and to sell our university and our program. App State coach Sean Clark is joining us on the David Glenn Show. You shared that story from 15 years ago chatting with your wife. Uh, if we went even further back into your football story, when you were first that long snapper and then that All-American offensive lineman while wearing those Mountaineers uniforms, w at that point, did you even have an inkling, I might want to coach this sport someday? And if not then, when in the future did you start kind of building the binder? You know, this is how I would run my own program if that day ever comes. Well, I knew in 1994 we had just finished playing Boise State out there in Boise in the playoffs, and we got beat in our last-second field goal. And just the way Coach Moore addressed our team, and to really know that he he cares about you, and that's the exact moment I wanted to be a head football coach. I wanted to have an impact on people like he had on me. Uh, again, talking about being a head coach, and as you start as a graduate assistant, you kind of work your way up through the different levels and. I've been the equipment manager. I've been the travel liaison. I've done it all at the 1AA level or FCS level. Yeah. And then I had a chance to go to Purdue. I was at Purdue for four years with Danny Hope. And, uh, I went to Kent State after that. And as you go through this thing, this profession we were in, there's the things you like and things you don't like. So I always had a note that uh, it was my head coach notebook that I still have. I just put down notes. If I'm ever a head coach, say, this is what I want to do. This is what I don't want to do. But again, once you inherit this this program, you everything you do, you want to make sure it's right for the kids. And we want those to have a great experience in Boone and, and continue to make great grades and, and win championships. Sean Clark is with us on the David Glenn Show. Coach, we do have an affiliate right there in Boone, but we also have listeners in like 300 other North Carolina cities and towns. I know the App State culture fairly well, and actually my high school senior daughter has App State among her finalists, and I've been covering this stuff for 30-plus years, so I know it. But if you were speaking to outsiders, as a guy who wore the Mountaineers uniform, as the guy who's now the face of the program as the head coach, how do you describe either the App State culture to those who are not as familiar with it or even more specifically that App State football? 
football culture that does have national titles on its resume, that has this beautiful, seamless transition to FBS and the Sun Belt on its resume, uh, and 12-1 and one as you guys head to New Orleans? Well, again, anytime I talk to, go into a home and talk to parents, the first thing I talk about is, you know, if, if you want to get a world-class education and have a chance to play for championships year in and year out, then Appalachia State is the place to be. I mean, we're a top 20 program, uh, have the best record in the state the last two years, and it's a, a product we can sell. And it's one of those, one of those things that we, if we get a kid on campus, we have a chance to get him. And you have to go out of your way to get the building sometimes, but once you're here and you see what we have to offer, I think it's an easy sell for anybody. We have heard for years from offensive lineman coach on this uh, show that, of course, y'all are the most handsome, you're the most charming, you're the most intelligent, and all the rest of that stuff. I recently saw, this might be the biggest compliment to any football player, former App State player Daniel Jeremiah, who's a guest on our show and, of course, nowadays an NFL Network analyst, said that you were the toughest player that he crossed paths with in that App State football culture. I mean, is is that an even bigger compliment to a football guy than all the rest? It, it is, and he always said that because I always protected him. But, um, <laughs> that's, that's one thing that, uh, and again, that's that's our program. That's what instilled our players. When I played here, I wasn't that good, but I'd have something to hang my hat on, and I was always going to be tougher than you. And I played for a great football coach, Jerry Moore, and, Stacey Searles, who's the, the head coach, I mean, the offensive line coach of North Carolina. And that was the one thing he always preached us is getting tough. And since since I've been playing and coaching, that's where I want our players to be tough. And no matter what, the classroom, if it's on the football field, be tough because life's, life's tough and it's going to knock you down. And, and how you get back up is what, what really matters. National Signing Day, of course, just happened yesterday. We don't have time to get into all the details. And, of course, we encourage folks to check out the Mountaineers uh, signees on the official school website. But when it comes to toughness, Coach, like I can picture you and your staff, you watch video, you travel around. We can all see size and speed and touchdown passes and tackles and sacks and all this. How do you recruit toughness? Well, again, to me, you have to establish a relationship. And you can't just take a kid you've only been talking to for, for two or three weeks here, here on the mountain. We really want to get to know the player, the parents. And, again, we don't make an evaluation off one tape or a highlight tape. We're yeah. going to make an evaluation off of uh, a year full of videotape. We're going to get to those guys in camp and to make sure they're our kind of guys. And you know when you get them on campus to uh, for camps to get around them, you know if they have the it factor. And we want guys that have the it factor, that know how to win, and want to put the work in to, to, to keep continuing to, make, to win championships here at Boone. His name is Sean Clark. He is the leader of the App State Mountaineers. They play in the New Orleans Bowl. Catch him on TV. I said on the way, of course, these guys are in New Orleans. It's UAB against the Mountaineers Saturday night, 9 o'clock uh, on ESPN. I, this is probably far down the list of your uh, priorities, Coach, but as we let you go, there has been a famous this Mexican place or that Mexican place debate going on, I believe, for all of eternity there in Boone, North Carolina. Do you, do you like, dodge such enormous earth-shattering questions by necessity, or uh, do you have anything to chime in on that great debate? Uh, well, again, I like all kinds of food. Yeah. So I, I, can't, uh, I can't pick just one, but 
again, I just, if people come to Boone, North Carolina, it's a great, it's a great place to visit and great food there in town. Good work. Hey, Coach, congratulations on this dream coming true, man. I hope you uh, have a long and great relationship, uh, not only with your alma mater, of course, but uh, it's great to have you with us here on the statewide David Glenn Show. I hope this is the first of many visits. I hope so. I tell you, I had a chance to listen to you guys all the time while traveling. You guys do an incredible job of really uh, painting a picture of stories out there. So thanks for having me on your, on your show and for giving me a chance to, to really sell Appalachian State. And uh, thanks again, guys. You got it. Sean Clark from New, the New Orleans Bowl, UAB, against the 12-1 and Sun Belt champion, App State Mountaineers. Of course, Eli Drinkwitz leaves for Missouri after that 12-1. and Sean Clark, first the interim, now the pull that part off the tag. He is the head coach of the Mountaineers. It is a dream come true for him. Great story about that conversation with his wife 15 years ago. A lot of these guys remember and, and is so true, it's certainly even more true 15 years ago. If you're a little lower in the ladder of the coaching staff, or maybe you don't even have one of the full-time staff positions, maybe you're kind of, you know, barely above coffee getter label, you're making peanuts. And if you're married and maybe you're starting a family or thinking of starting a family, it, it actually happens to a lot of my friends in the sports media world. You get to a point in life where you say, all right, I, I still love football, or I love coaching, or I love being a sports media member. And then maybe the money is not quite there yet and the promotions don't come as quickly as you had hoped they would. Man, you got to have some serious life conversations there. Is this passion strong enough? Am I climbing the ladder quickly enough? Is it worth being patient because maybe our biggest dream will come true in the longer run? Or at some point, do you just have to pull the plug on the current dream for practical purposes, if you're making peanuts, as he described. Uh, of course, it worked out beautifully here. Sean Clark, the brand-new head coach of the App State Mountaineers, chance to get to 13-1. and Got to beat UAB at the New Orleans Bowl on Saturday night to make that happen. Still to come, Dave Clawson of Wake Forest. He grew up in New York State, and he is taking the Demon Deacons to New York City. It will be the Pinstripe Bowl at M Yankee Stadium versus Michigan State of the Big Ten. That's December 27th, an afternoon game on ESPN, just eight days away. We'll find out if Coach Clawson has any allegiances to the New York Yankees or any other teams based in New York City, dating to his childhood or otherwise. Fourth straight bowl game. The Deeks have won three straight for the first time in program history. Dave Clawson has done an amazing job building that program and virtually every other place he's been, for that matter, as a head coach. 1-800-849-2761. Coach Clawson live in about 15 minutes. That means time for calls on the other side. Last call for phone calls, if you will, on the NFL college football. Herman Boone, NBA, college basketball, and NHL headlines of the day. Questions and comments. Gonzaga over Carolina last night. Wolfpack at Auburn tonight. Duke hosting Wofford. But without the minor injury, Trey Jones this, this evening at point guard. Canes against the Avalanche tonight. Two of the better teams in hockey in my book. The NBA doubleheader tonight involves four of the best teams in the NBA. Lakers at the Bucks, Rockets at the Clippers. You can be next with your question or comment. And remember, on the other side, we are giving out. We're going to attempt to call live on the air our 2019 grand prize winner in the Continental Tire Toss. Our big tailgate tour takes us to every major football-playing city in North Carolina every year, and each year we have a grand prize for the tailgate of the year. 
The guys at Wake Forest, Adam Carpenter, Dan Newcomer, family and friends, won that this year, our sixth all-time tailgate of the year honoree. Part of that prize is four free tires from our friends at Continental Tire, the title sponsor for the big tailgate tour, which, as we like to say, is driven by Continental Tire. Well, yet another grand prize winner is on our doorstep. People participate in the Continental Tire Toss. If you've never come to see us before, we set up the tires. You throw the football through the tire. You pick up a David Glenn Show T-shirt, maybe an edition of the ACC Sports Journal magazine, maybe a T-shirt or sunglasses from our friends at Sport Clips or another one of our sponsors. And if you win the grand prize, you get four free Continental Tires. We are going to try to call this year's winner live on the air on the other side. So Dave Clawson of Wake, in less than 15 minutes, the grand prize Continental Tire Toss winner 2019 style, hopefully on the other side. Your calls, too, on the sports headlines of the day. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can join us on the David Glenn Show. Rob Schneider joining us on the David Glenn Show. When they try to have three days of the NFL draft on TV, my friends said, hey, you going to watch the NFL draft? It's like getting excited about a strip club that's still under construction. <laughs> you see that building over there in a couple of months? There's going to be some breasts in there. You're listening to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. All right, Darren, dial it up, man. Let's see if Murphy's Law is in effect. Dave Clawson of Wake Forest joins us live in less than 10 minutes. His deeks are headed to New York City. He's originally from New York State. We'll talk more bowl season. Appreciate Sean Clark, the new guy at App State, for dropping by. Kevin Harlan was a lot of fun on the NFL and the NBA. Remember, he has the call tonight for the first game of the best doubleheader I've seen on TV in this entire NBA regular season. 24-4, and the Lakers. 24-4, and the Bucks. It is L.A. at Milwaukee. Kevin Harlan, our guest, has the play-by-play for that matchup. Rockets at Clippers after that. All right, Darren, let me hear the ring as you dial this year's continental tire toss grand prize winner we hope the person answers let's see how this goes not to voicemail I hope. hello hello i am looking for a tony tucker would this be tony this is tony tony i am not trying to sell anything i want to say that right out of the gate by any chance have okay. you ever have you ever participated in something called the continental tire toss does that ring a bell in any way Absolutely rings a bell. Excellent. Well, we took thousands of entries across the state of North Carolina. My name is David Glenn. I host the David Glenn Show, which is associated with the Big Tailgate Tour and the Continental Tire Toss. And I kid you not, you are our 2019 grand prize winner, which includes four free tires from our friends at Continental Tire. And I am not kidding at all. No way. That is great. And by the way, that I should have I should have said this earlier. We're live on the radio statewide in North Carolina. <laughs> Tony could have dropped That's a bomb on us. I probably <laughs> should have said that to start. Fortunately, Tony chooses her words carefully and avoids all FCC violations and other major fines. Uh, by the way, you had to do well. Are you an athlete from the past by any chance? I'm sorry, was I are, what? Are you an athlete? You don't have to answer any of these personal questions. I'm just curious. Uh, um, I was an athlete, yes. Yes, well, I played in college. Not football, though. What'd you play? No, I played field hockey, basketball, and lacrosse in college. Were you a star here in North Carolina or somewhere else? 
Um, in Pennsylvania. I uh, played in Pennsylvania. Right, won cool. two national championships up there. So, yeah. Oh, very cool. You and I have something in common, some Pennsylvania roots. That's very good to hear. Um, That's we, exactly right. We, we did notice, like, we had to pick randomly finalists from, like, 10,000 entries. And for uh -huh. the most part, people participated in the Continental Tire Toss kind of close to where their zip code was that they also gave us <laughs> as we registered people. We believe that you are somewhere near Greenville, where we're calling you, but that you won by throwing a, a football through a tire in Boone. What is going on there? Well, I'm good. I can throw really well. Um, <laughs> but, oh, Paul, that's the correct answer. That's the best answer I could have possibly imagined. Maybe it's too personal. Uh, we're, we're guessing she was physically in Boone when she made the tire toss. I was physically toss. in Boone. I was. I was visiting my son, who's a freshman at Ab State, and went to the football game and saw your tent and had to try it out. Oh, very cool. All right, Tony Tucker of the Greenville area is our grand prize winner. Last question, and, again, it's kind of personal. Personal, you don't have to answer. We only like making okay. bad people uncomfortable here on the David Glenn Show. Uh, did, your, did your okay. family actually need tires? Like, are you going to use this prize down the road, or could this be like some kind of cool holiday gift for your, I don't know, somebody's honey-do list? <laughs> it, it is absolutely perfect timing. It was on the honey-do list to do uh, before the end of the year, before we travel. Wow. And we absolutely need tires, so the timing is perfect. Man, I'm even happier than before. Tony Tucker, <laughs> so am I. the 2019 Continental Tire Toss Grand Prize winner. Thanks for being a good sport. We'll be, we will be in touch with the details. Uh, thank you for joining us here on the David Glenn Show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You got it. And thanks to our friends at Continental Tire. This year's grand prize winner, Tony Tucker, I believe of Winterville, North Carolina, right there near Greenville and ECU. Cool news. Love when that happens. Good work, Darren Vaught. I, I liked hearing the phone ring. Were you nervous? We could have gotten a secretary. Never, we could have gotten voicemail. No. Could have been a middleman or two. I don't know. Tony might be some kind of international CEO. I don't know. Well, she and her family now have four free tires from Continental Tire. On the other side, another cool person. He's the six-year head coach at Wake Forest. His bowl trip with the Demon Deacons this time is in his home state of New York. He grew up way up near Canada. But he's headed to New York City with the Deeks to take on Michigan State in the Pinstripe Bowl, which is held right there at Yankee Stadium. Did Coach Clawson grow up a Yankees fan, or does he have other allegiances from childhood? We'll talk football, life, Deeks, and other things with Dave Clawson next. Mac Brown of the University of North Carolina. We got to win now. Let's don't start looking at rebuilding. Let's don't talk about how bad we are. Let's don't talk about we're not better than anybody. Let's figure out how to win. And that's what we've done. And, and the Coastal, because it's been up in the air every year, why shouldn't we have a chance? Keep it dialed in to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest grew up in New York State, way up near the Canada border. He's headed to New York City with his Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They're making history. Three straight bowl victories, four straight bowl trips. They'd love to beat Michigan State at Yankee Stadium in the Pinstripe Bowl on December 27th. Of course, that game will be nationally televised by ESPN. Dave Clawson, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? 
I'm doing well. You break it in with naive melody. There's no better way to start an interview. I like it. We do our best to honor your presence on every visit, Coach. It is great to hear your voice again. Tell us, you are a sports fan well beyond your expertise as a brilliant football coach. Do you hold allegiances from childhood to the New York Yankees, whose stadium you'll play in, or any other teams based in or, new, in or around New York City, even though I know you grew up far from that city? No, I grew up a, uh, a Pittsburgh Pirate and a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, and I grew up a Buffalo Braves fan. Hmm. Well, that that's so. close to your childhood uh, upbringing, right, Buffalo? Yep. So, yeah, that was – but my uh, my parents were both from western Pennsylvania, and I also lived in western Pennsylvania for about seven, eight years growing up. So I, I was really more of a Steelers fan, and a, uh, I was a huge Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Um, and so uh, – you know the Yankees were never a. Uh, I was never a big fan of the Yankees, but when I uh, I went to college at a place called Williams College in Massachusetts, one of our very famous alums was George Steinbrenner. Oh, cool! And I actually went to school with one of his sons, Hal, who is now one of the guys that runs the Yankees. So, um, kind of a neat connection with that going to Yankee Stadium and. I wasn't real close with Hal, but I'm sure we'll have a chance to see each other again when we're up there. Dave Clawson joining us. He's on Twitter, at Coach Clawson. His Deeks had another good year. They are seeking their fourth straight postseason victory. Coach, somehow, some way, I didn't see your name on the coaching carousel at all, even though I know how well-regarded you are. So do you have a special skill set for keeping your name out of the headlines? Because there's no way after another winning season with the Deacons, four straight, that your phone or your agent's phone didn't ring at all? Yeah, I just I have um, no interest in leaving. I'm, I'm very happy here. Um, you know, I made a commitment to the school uh, last year and signed a long-term extension. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in a great place. We're, we're really happy. It's a great school. I love the kids I get to coach. Um, I still think our best days are ahead of us. Um, you know, and I've said many times, making progress in this conference isn't easy. Uh, but I, I feel really good about what we have going. And, um, you know, so, uh, you know, there was no reason to even consider anything else. When you're in the Power Five, of course, you, you built programs at Fordham in the Patriot League, Richmond in the A-10 at the FCS level, Bowling Green in the Group of Five level. Is it one of those things where you feel like when you're in the group, when you're in the power five, you know, and you have the right fit for the many reasons you've explained to us over the years, you know, you're certainly not looking, but uh, again, your phone's going to ring. It's just, you've reached the level where you want to go. No, I just think it's um, again, we're very happy. And and I mean that uh, as a, from a personal standpoint, uh, our family um, professionally, uh, I think our staff is really happy here. Um, we certainly appreciate all the support that Wake Forest uh, has shown our football program since we've been here. You know, new practice fields, new indoor, uh, new meeting rooms, new offices. Uh, we're going to build a new locker room here in the very near future. Um, and we're, we're being supported at a, at a really good level. And uh, I think people appreciate what we've done and how we've done it. Um, and as long as we can continue to grow the program and get better, there's there's no reason to look or consider anything else. And and I, we feel like we're on a very good trajectory. Um, 
and we're trying to enjoy where we're at, and we really do right now. And I love the caliber of student-athletes and kids that we get to coach at Wake Forest. You announced another signing class Wednesday, yesterday on National Signing Day. How would you describe the way you and your staff are received in people's homes or by their coaches or, or mentors, parents, uh, right now, after four straight winning seasons, three straight bowl victories, another bowl trip, compared to those early years at Wake Forest where you were just getting to build something? Well, I, I, I've, I've said this before. Um, Wake Forest is a great academic school. We have a beautiful campus. Those things, are, everybody knows about their set. Um, so when we first got here, the football sell of it was much harder. Uh, we weren't winning. Uh, we didn't have facilities that reflected commitment. Um, and, and that was a tough sell. And, and quite frankly, we had a lot of recruits uh, that I think their parents wanted them to go to Wake Forest and get a degree here. Uh, but the player wasn't excited about playing football here because of what was perceived as a lack of commitment because of how bad the facilities were. Um, and now that's no longer the case. Um, you know, we, we've had four consecutive winning seasons, four consecutive bowls. And if you ever get a chance to come here and, and see our, our practice facilities and all that, I, I think you'd be stunned. Uh, people come here and, and they're still in shock with what we have. And so, again, we've always had the educational piece to sell, the campus, uh, the reputation of Wake Forest academically, but now we have the other piece. It wasn't it's a great school, but it's now it's a great school and. Um, and you never get everybody you want, um, but we think after being here for six years, we have a very, very good feel for the type of kid that fits our program and will pick us. And as a result, we're winning more and more recruiting battles than we ever have before. Um, when we first got here, most of the recruits we got, we were their only power five offer. And then we could beat maybe players that had two or threes. I mean, this year we've got multiple players that had double digit power five offers. Wow. Um, and that never happened five years ago or six years ago. Dave Clawson is joining us on the David Glenn show. These other coaches have called us in some cases from the Bahamas in the case of Will Healy of the Charlotte 49ers or from uh, another cool place, New Orleans, in the case of Sean Clark of App State just a few minutes ago. What uh, is exciting to you or your team about New York City or about Yankee Stadium or I don't know what you have planned as a team? You know, the Pinstripe Bowl is like others in that they usually offer you guys some nice swag, uh, but also some nice uh, tourism-style opportunities. Tell us about that part of this uh, business trip to win a football game. Well, I, that's where I think the, the whole bowl experience sometimes gets overlooked by the whole who's in uh, playoff thing of college football and, and obviously those four teams in the playoffs have had incredible years and the ultimate goal is to win a national championship but you know for our players three years ago when we went to the military bowl there was probably close to half of them that have never been to washington dc hmm. and to see the capitol and to see the washington monument and the jefferson and to see the martin luther king memorial that was an incredible educational experience life experience and now three years later, we get to go to New York City, and over half our te team has never been to New York. Hmm. And when we go there, we're going to see the 9-11 Memorial. They're going to see the Christmas Spectacular. We get to play uh, in a stadium that arguably is the most historic uh, and iconic stadium in sports in the entire world. Um, and it's just these are incredible lifetime experiences that our players get to have by, by going to bowl games. So... 
Um, you know, right now we're very much in work mode. We're preparing the game plan, and we're on campus, and we're practicing and lifting and meeting. But we try to get the game plan done about 90% before we get up there because I do want the players to enjoy the bowl experience, to be able to experience New York and see the Empire State Building and to be in Central Park. And it's, you know, you've been there, I've been there. The first time you're in New York, there's nothing else yeah. like it. And I just think it's really cool that our kids get to experience that. Well put. Dave Clawson is with us on Twitter. He is at Coach Clawson. You've heard at some point in your career somebody say or write, you know, there are too many bowls. And, and I've actually been fighting that for my entire career in part for the question I'm about to ask you. Mac Brown reminded us the other day, he didn't want to put a percentage on it, but some percentage of his roster truly does not have a great place to go home to for the holidays, or in some cases truly does not expect a single gift under the Christmas tree. Now, I mean, you don't have to put a percentage on it either, but whether at Wake Forest or any of your other stops as a head coach or assistant coach, what can you share about that part of college athletics? Because... You know, there's nothing but happy faces surrounding young men, you know, being surrounded by people who care about them and, and getting $500 plus worth of bowl swag and seeing a cool city uh, when some people are just chirping that there's too many bowl games. Yeah, I don't think uh, any football player or any coach who ever played or coached in a bowl game says that. I think that's done by people who uh, don't live the life that we live and are part of the bowl experience. Um and it's it's a great motivator the whole year, um, you know. But I, I would agree with Mac Brown. We certainly have a lot of players uh, on our team that have, you know, loving families and warm home environments and things that they enjoy. And just like society, there's a a fraction of our team that doesn't have that. Yeah. And so for those guys to be with their football family and their best friends and people that care about them and to have a, an experience like this, um, it, it would be really sad if, if those opportunities were taken away. Well put. Wake Forest, Michigan State, December 27th, the afternoon on ESPN, Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. I know you have another interview coming up, Coach. So thank you, as always, for spending some time with us at the David Glenn Show. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and yours. I'm going to be tracking you down with a hockey invitation to my front row seats at PNC Arena just in case you're available. But other than that, good luck uh, in the Pinstripe Bowl. Okay, hey, thanks. Uh, thanks so much, and thanks as always for having me on. You got it. Dave Clawson, sixth-year head coach at Wake Forest on Twitter, at Coach Clawson. See if we can get him, the latest celebrity, the latest luminary to join me in my on-the-glass seats at a game. Of course, I let him finish football season. I'm not getting in the middle of all this. But one of those early January games, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he wants to take Mrs. Clausen. Maybe he wants to take a hockey-loving member of his staff. He and I have some mutual friends. We'll fill out that foursome quite easily. Uh, I think his availability is the trickiest link in that chain. We do have time for calls as we come down the stretch on the other side. When I give you my final thoughts and TV picks, sometimes there's not a lot of tasty treats on the sports TV menu. It's loaded tonight. It is loaded tonight. We will have final thoughts and some of those TV picks along with the last round of your calls. We have honored the late, great high school football coach Herman Boone. 
of the Remember the Titans movie fame. Denzel Washington played him in the movie. Herman Boone died yesterday at the age of 84. We are welcoming your questions, comments, thoughts, and memories. He did... Uh, he was raised, born and raised here in North Carolina, coached here in North Carolina before that famous T.C. Williams High School football team in Virginia catapulted him into even greater fame. College football, NFL, the Canes at Colorado tonight, Duke Wofford, NC State at undefeated Auburn tonight. Gonzaga over Carolina last night in college hoops. The NBA doubleheader, Lakers, Bucks, Rockets, Clippers will be a part of our final thoughts and TV picks, of course. The NFL is always among our headlines here in the month of December. You can be next with your question or comment as we hit you with our final thoughts and TV picks as we come down the stretch next on The David Glenn Show. Mike Lupica, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Sports used to be called the toy department, and I said, look at the political scene, and, and, and tell me that's any more real or, or more serious than what we see when people say, oh, stick to sports. Well, who passed that law? You're listening to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. There is time for another phone call or two if you'd like to be last up on our special Santa Claus edition of the program. 1-800-849-2761. Remembering Herman Boone, college football, NFL, NBA, college hoops, and HL all-fair game. Shout out to Mike in Greensboro, today's Santa Claus recipient. Two free tickets to the Capitals-Canes game on Saturday night, December 28th. Remember, that is part of a seven-game homestand for your Carolina Hurricanes, who are also a part of tonight's TV picks, as we always bring those to you as we come down the stretch on this edition of the David Glenn Show. Shout out as well to Tony in Greenville, North Carolina. She was the grand prize winner in the Continental Tire Toss this year in the Greenville area, but through in the Boone area. That is one heck of a throw. So shout out to Tony for converting over those many miles. That was, to be clear, maybe our trickiest weather day on the tailgate tour. It, was it? it, it oh, there came yeah, through it was a big rainstorm. Rainy. Yeah. And you know what? Credit to Tony. Nine out of ten people who are not familiar with being on the radio and get surprised, like, who is this dude? Some, You know how it goes. A lot of the folks who come to our tents know a lot about the show and a lot about the big tailgate tour and that you can win four free continental tires and other people are just like what's going on over here and they just stumble in and they have no idea what's going on so she quickly not only handled the receiving end of that phone call live on the radio very well after i forgot to tell her she was live on the radio she hits us with a punchline. <laughs> i ask her how does a person with a zip code in the greenville area win in boone and she basically says, I'm an athlete. My arm is that good. Yeah. I mean, that's better than any line I had today, which is very humbling. So thanks to Tony in the Greenville area for that. The TV picks tonight are all over the place. Darren, you don't have a high point game tonight because you had one last night. Correct. I don't think you're scheduled to be at the Glenn household, but there's going to be some wrestling over the remote control tonight. Because think about this. This series of tasty treats tonight, it's just another Thursday night, right? And it actually is one of those rare weeks that after how many weeks of Thursday night football action have we had, you know, in the NFL and often college football dating back to the end of August? We don't have that. There's no college football tonight. There's no NFL tonight. So you may think that it is a lighter evening when it comes to the sports TV menu. 
Not so, my friend. How about this? I will tune in at 7 o'clock, Wofford at Duke, ESPN2. Now, yeah, the Blue Devils are better than Wofford, but Wofford just beat Carolina in Chapel Hill. Duke is without the minor injury, Trey Jones. Again, I don't want to alarm Duke fans. He's missing tonight's game, but it's not like a Cole Anthony situation. So that is one of your options at 7. Fast forward to 8. It is the best regular season matchup of the NBA season, period. They are one-third of the way through their 80-plus game NBA regular season marathon. And tonight, you get the L.A. Lakers at the Milwaukee Bucks. If your power rankings don't include both of them somewhere in the top three or four, you're not paying attention. The Lakers are 24-4. and four. LeBron is continuing to be his ageless wonder self, MVP candidate once again. He has Anthony Davis, of course, now after last year's playoff miss with less of a supporting cast by a lot. The Lakers are great again. Danny Green, UNC guy, among the other contributors beyond the big two. The Bucks are 24-4. and four. They're not just the two best records. They're the two best records by a lot. Appreciate Kevin Harlan for dropping by today. He has the play-by-play call tonight for the NBA on TNT. He won't have the nightcap, but I believe it's two of the other four best teams in the NBA. The Rockets are at the Clippers. One, two, and three to me in whatever order you want to put them are the two L.A. teams, Lakers and Clippers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. I know the Rockets. Some people believe in the Philadelphia 76ers. I remain somewhat skeptical. You know, the Raptors, last year's champions, the Celtics, somebody else. There's still more than a handful of teams worth following. But if you're an NBA fan, I think you could make an argument that the teams with the four best shots of winning it all are the four going head-to-head tonight. Lakers at Bucks, 8 o'clock. Rockets at Clippers, 10.30. So you got the TNT doubleheader, another TV menu option. I mentioned the Wolfpack at Auburn. That's a 9 o'clock start on ESPN2 in college basketball. State has only lost one game with its full complement of players. Bruce Paul, Bruce Pearl and Auburn, number 12 in the polls, haven't lost yet. There's no teams left besides Auburn in the top six leagues that are unbeaten. But those Tigers don't have a signature win yet. So in a sense, either NC State's going to be a good resume builder for Auburn. Again, they're 9-0, but they don't have a great win yet. Or Auburn clearly would be a great resume builder for Kevin Keats and the offensively dynamic NC State Wolfpack. The Canes are at Colorado tonight. Top five NHL teams in goal differential as we speak. The Avalanche are first, and the Canes are tied for fourth. That's a whopper of an NFL NHL matchup. Enjoy the games, however many of them you can squeeze in. Congratulations to Mike and Tony, and thanks to our guests. We'll see you tomorrow on the David Glenn Show. Mr. President, Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina. Love the people in North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.